I would just like to point out that you guys really missed out on the five minutes that Hannah and I proceeded to actually start the podcast pregame was strong. <laughs> it was lit, possibly more fun than the actual party. Let's hope not. Let's no, really hope not. Really but if you've been in uni, especially in the States and you had to make the alcohol disappear because you couldn't physically carry it with you, mm-hmm. then you know about a pregame. And if you don't, a pregame is where you arguably consume more alcohol within an hour than you would throughout the entirety of an evening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you do it really, really, really quickly. And then when you get to the game, AKA the party or the bar that you got the like baby stamp to get into, mm-hmm. you're actually already drunk. So you mm-hmm. don't need to buy anything. This is also an economic decision on my part. So mm. much cheaper yeah. to just chug Cuervo than to drink good tequila at a bar. So. Who's the real genius? What Hannah does and avoid tequila like the plague because Mm. it's disgusting. Well, now I do. But back then, the goal was to be lit and it worked. So this is such a segue and there's literally no purpose to it at all. (laughs) Here is my point. (laughs) I I have a, a few drinks, but tequila is one of those drinks for me where I didn't dislike it at first. I disliked it because I had like a rager of an evening Mm -hmm. and then it became abhorrent to me because it reminded me of how ill I was and like the evening and where I was. And so now I'm like, oh, tequila. eh." And I know like people like it objectively, but I can't get past that. Like, like associated memory. You know, the other one for me is Captain. No, no. Sailor Jerry. The, the spiced rum no <laughs> mine obviously is tequila because my friend betsy and i would just smash fifths of cuervo together and here's my thing when it comes to tequila that sounds like liver failure <laughs> it was so but my so two two things my first is that <laughs> hear me out <laughs> there's, there's livers are overrated <laughs> who needs it can regenerate me, me yours i actually need extra livers thank you so much if i have like four or five I'm actually I'm farming livers at the moment <laughs> so not for any weird reason it's fine don't look behind the curtain that's totally cool um that's why she's moving what <laughs> john wayne gacy who no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding um am i dollar okay so anyway uh my things that i was talking about the first is that sober emma will never willingly take a shot of tequila because it's disgusting to me now so even back then i was like i kind of already need to be like in a lit space to welcome mm-hmm. tequila which after that point it's like you can give me a shot if i'm like drunk enough give me a shot of tequila and i'm like oh, that was great two minutes later you'd be like let's take a shot like it's been so long since we took one i'd be like oh my gosh you're so right it's been ages and suddenly <laughs> we're it through it time <laughs> And then suddenly it's gone and we're like, what happened? But my second thing is that it would make me so sick that I never got hung over because I had already ejected it from my system the night prior. So elegant term, ejected. <laughs> I could have said retched or yacked, but it didn't feel right. All I'm picturing all. is like inside your body, like a flight cockpit. And you know, like the inside out movie <laughs> the where they're now. like animated, they're like animated creatures. And yeah. so tequila is like in this little shot glass sloshing around and it's like, ah, having a great time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then your brain is like, hit the button, Jack. <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, boop, boop. Like yeah, the little fire pilot adjusts his goggles and just like have you, seen, have you seen Eliza Schlesinger's um where she talks about it's her Netflix special, but where she talks about Party Goblin? <laughs> no, but it's probably like that. So. so funny. Like I don't know how to download things and put them on Instagram as we well know, but if I did, 
I would put this on there and I will try to ask Emma to do it, AKA learn. <laughs> um, but it's basically, she's like, everybody has a party goblin and party goblin wakes up and she's like sleeping away and she makes like snoring noises. She's like, <gasps> and then all of a goblin sudden snore. We all you know. have that first sip of alcohol and party goblin goes, <gasps> And awake, like, and then Party Goblin, of course, hops down off of her bunk bed and like scratches herself, and she's like, "All right, let's do this. You need to rage." And then, like everything else is like, "Should I eat this pizza off the ground?" Yes. Like, <laughs> so it's it's your your brain on drugs, basically. Nancy Reagan was right. So. And she was. They were about to be right about some things, and that was one of them. So and that was one. So okay sliding out of alcohol territory because it is only 5 p.m my time and i have to pretend that i'm a functioning adult something i saw that triggered me it triggered a very specific response inside of me and it was a response of this is purgatory this is my worst nightmare someone please rescue me from this place and that is the recent trend of flower men at weddings more um so we, we know the tradition flower girl she's cute she's adorable maybe a flower boy if you want to break some norms you know like whatever you have them scattering and this flowers is theoretically a kid that's usually it's a child i was a flower girl shape or form i was three i think and that was my flower girl age and it's, it's cute because they don't know what they're doing and they are like i don't think i threw any flowers at all until my mom pulled me inside and she was like you have to put the flowers like on the aisle and i was like oh so i just like willy-nilly after that was like it's for everybody it was like that was how it went and that's why it's funny because kids are naive and kind of not smart so it's just funny to watch mm-hmm. when it's also cute because they're like a toddler and they're usually cute so what's not cute is when you have grown groomsmen doing this and you have them entering doing some campy kitschy dance to like firework by Katy perry or something like that and they're tossing flowers around and they're like they're wearing sunglasses and they're usually like overweight white men and they think they're so funny they're in suspenders you know and i was like this is my midwest nightmare i was gonna say in real life would never do it would love to go to a wedding to watch it happen but moreover could definitely see it as like a movie plot line. It sounds very movie-ish. But it's it's really cringy in my opinion. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. You, it's your wedding. What you think is funny. You can cry do if it. you want to. Do it. <laughs> I, totally, it's your party, girl. Like do whatever you want. Do a coordinated dance with your bridesmaids. You know, live your life. I will just say like, who has the time? None can of you us. Imagine scheduling out like, all right, we have five to seven. PM on Tuesdays, everybody, cinnamon with a Y, you too. Like everybody <laughs> has to be there. But and imagine then, like, like living that close to all of your friends at one time. Oh my gosh. That's super like, I married someone from my hometown. We ain't none never leaves. Tina, she works at the we ain't none <laughs> never lived. That, that is absolutely the like, yearbook under banner of everybody who stayed <laughs> in their hometowns i don't care we what you're doing none never leave <laughs> and i was and some of you you're happy and i respect that and i'm happy for you if that makes you happy a lot of them however <laughs> you're happy and i'm sorry that you're deluded but i can't help you with that i have my own mental oh. health issues <laughs> my own stuff okay i can't deal with that <laughs> i mean Here's my thing. Leaving 15 miles adjacent is not, it's still not leaving. Like you're still there. You could go home in less than, you know, a day. 
and I can't do that. So therefore I have one. So I'm sorry, but yeah. no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, once again, we, we say, you know, live your life, you know, live your truths, et cetera. Uh, but I will never not make fun of male grown men, flower girls, boys, men, ladies at weddings. I think it's ridiculous. Counterpoint mm-hmm. would love to see a flower drag show. Ooh, that would be totally great. different context. That would be great. 100% that would be okay so that. good. Like fully flower outfit, like mm-hmm. doing like songs as they're head. going down <laughs> and like shaking their head and the petals come down. Like that's <gasps> RuPaul, that's where are you at though? That's my flower man fantasy. That's, what I <laughs> that's the only version that I accept for myself personally. Category is flower men. <laughs> Marital bliss, go. <laughs> Gardenia. <laughs> I only met her. <laughs> Gardenia, I only met you. Flower, I hardly know her. <laughs> I used to do that all the time at work with one of my colleagues. Anytime we were talking about anything, I'd be like, printer, I hardly know her. <laughs> oh, you. Uh, and then you're like, I hate that bitch when you turn away. <laughs> Not you specifically. It's just what I any word that you can make with an er sound is funny. Uh, Yeah. So my 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 final thought is that that it just you have a farm wedding if you're doing that. So and that's there's the the Venn diagram is a circle. So the Venn diagram is a circle. So I actually have a little bit of chit chat, but it's like more of a it's more of a story that I'm just going to tell you. Okay, I'm here for it. And you dear friends who are not presently on this. When we say us. you, we refer to the collective team. So we always mean the y'all, you know, <laughs> which so I say anyway. ironically, unfortunately. So again, I'm, I'm not going to defend my position. I am going to defend my position. It's a perfect, it's a valid contraction. So here we are. Don't come for us. Anyway, don't at me. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, Hannah. No. <laughs> so anyway, I was at a, garden party mm. on it's a Friday. backyard just so everyone's aware <laughs> it's a backyard it how unelegant does that sound <laughs> backyard <laughs> we're also from wisconsin i was in a garden the wisconsin abroad <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> we were in the backyard <laughs> so anyway yeah we we were outside and we were playing like a lawn game because again we're <laughs> essentially British we're doing a great thing it was actually really fun except I wasn't winning so I was having a terrible time so (laughs) it was stupid (laughs) I was like these rules are flawed (laughs) everyone has just everyone has advantages and I don't (laughs) I don't know what they are at this moment but they have them (laughs) I listen to the rules but it's still your fault (laughs) (laughs) I feel personally victimized by this game so we went indoors and then we went into the arena that I am the best at which Mm. was word games so (laughs) so the game that we came up i didn't come up with it i'm about to take credit for something that's totally not mine so my game (laughs) my game that i alone invented (laughs) the game that was suggested that i really liked is called word football and in this sense it's football like uk football not football like american football yeah for you american the transatlantic uh translation there is sacker Sacker. so (laughs) anyway so basically how it works and i thought we'd do like one or two okay not a ton people are like oh god (laughs) no (laughs) guys last week you did three thousand quizzes (laughs) so it's actually pretty fun 
and I won one of the rounds. And we'll just say oh, it was amazing. I'm not like a bragging, but I'm like bragging a little. So how it works okay. is you say a word. Sometimes you pick a category if you want to make it harder, but you just say any word. And then the person who is next has to come up with a word on the last letter okay. of the word you said. It's like kind so of if I said phone almost. Exactly. So if I said lemon, someone would say noodles. Like you could just. Well, now I'm hungry. Thank you. <laughs> and now I'm starving. You just had noodles. What is your point? <laughs> Monday tomorrow. What else do you know? <laughs> we can just talk I'm about having- facts now. <laughs> There's 24 hours in a day. What else, Hannah? What else you got for me? What else do you have? Emma is perfect. Okay, what next? <laughs> okay, okay. Let's play some some football rounds. All right. So let's do a couple. And then if okay. we get bored, which is probably not going to happen, then we'll stop. And if you guys get bored, then just skip ahead 15 <laughs> seconds and you should be fine. Wait, so are we so, categorizing or are we just like randomizing? I think for the sake of everyone's sanity, it would be better to categorize. Okay. Because- <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we'll be here like <laughs> bicycle, eggplant, <laughs> puppies. Eggplant ends in a T, but you were so close. <laughs> uh, I'm a wits. I did win <laughs> one of the rounds, just to remind everyone. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We need a category, so, Hannah. Shall you pick one? Category is nature. Okay, nature. We'll go with the flowerman theme. Ugh, okay. Nature. Ham's torturing. Okay. Me. Okay. 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 I'm here. <laughs> this is actually, I anticipate this category being difficult, honestly. I know. <laughs> so. We're both like such indoorsy people. That we're like, <laughs> oh, there's leaves nature outside. Defined as that thing we see behind our glass. <laughs> like, oh, nice this tree's lost. No, no, no. Stay, stay away from me. No, no, no. no. Look. Look. <clears throat> with your eyes. Look with your eyes. Not with the hands. We don't no, look no with touching. the hands. We're not, we're not hands on learners here. Okay. We are not bodily kinesthetic. So here we are. Category is nature. 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 Extravaganza. Okay. So, <laughs> do you want me to start? Okay, start. Blossom. This is hard. Things outside that start with M. <laughs> Manhattan garbage men. <laughs> I mean, they're outside, right? Um, they're in my nature. Uh, Mariposa. Good. That is the Spanish word for butterfly. <laughs> so, aardvark. <laughs> I mean, we're not, nature is a broad category, but it's also in very niche. It's difficult. Um, we both have tons uh, to work with and none. <laughs> kite. That counts because it's falling outside. It's this a is, loose fit. We'll this is it. It. <laughs> our game and we make the rules. So, Electric eel. You could have just said evil. It was wrong. But I wanted it to be more niche. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Lamb. Okay. <laughs> Bamboo. <crazy>. Bamboo. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, this is when we really need a Patreon so you get the full expression. <laughs> Catch the rest of it on our paid account, please. <laughs> it's funny. Please go look. Please. Someone create a paid account for us and then pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> You lie. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh my gosh. This game is. <laughs> the new version of tea is ooh, oolong. Moo, 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 moo. I'm um, okay. 
it just went with it. I'm just going with it. Listen, I had very little sleep. So, uh, orangutan. Checkmate. Gardenia. <laughs> um, it's what I came up with when they figured out the hand code. <laughs> I had to change it up. It's a friend's reference. Sorry, we're making you a lot of hand it. gestures. <laughs> you don't get to see it. So, well, sounds like a you problem, however. Okay, uh, what's my letter A? Mm. Um, ant. Tree. I knew you were going to treat. <laughs> I knew it. I was ready for it, but also not ready for it. Okay. Elephant. Elefante. <laughs> um, tiger. How long are we going to play this? <laughs> How long should we go? I think we can, I think we can call it. Okay. If, if you can come up with one more, then we can end on a tie. Tiger. Okay. Ends with an R. Yeah. I think what? <laughs> Today I learned. <laughs> I was this many years old. <laughs> um, rutabaga. There you go. And just Ta-da! like that. <laughs> and I are the city reboot. <laughs> and, and just like that. <laughs> Honestly, I own a catchphrase. Like catchphrase. I just love like trivia games, word games. They're the most fun because you can actually be competitive. Right. If you're a nerd like me. Whereas if you're like throwing something at a different thing to knock it over, it's a bit, what? Wow. Wow. We've aimed backwards. We've regressed to the cavemen. I do a lot of crosswords. So therefore I am good at catchphrase slash taboo because they're kind of the same. As you'll note from rutabaga. (laughs) Did you think of that guys? Probably not. You were probably thinking like root or I don't know, something else basic. Well, guess what? Yeah. Play along at home, though. If you listen to this, because you've already listened to this, because I'm talking now. If you, as you're listening, you thought of your own. Hopefully, you thought of your own and you played along. Sure. That's okay. the worst part about these games, though, is you always think afterwards. You're like, oh, I thought this would have been so good. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I only have one more thing that I want to say, and it's completely unrelated to anything we've talked about. But I as is the standard. But I will podcast. say it's my mine that I'm going to present is semi-related to the episode. And that is, I was thinking of my flaws, which are not many, but they do exist. Mm. And I was ruminating and considering and thinking mm. and pondering. And All was, good synonyms. I, I, was good thinking, synonyms. <laughs> I think so as well. Thank you. Um, once again, expressing my wordsmithology. So mm, you had it into wordsmithology. <laughs> I, I actually think that's a great word. Thank you so much. So it's I, the mythology of words. <laughs> words mythology. You know the 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 uh, the, the, uh, the 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 and that's the end. So anyway, the uh, symbology here. Oh, <laughs> Defoe is iconic in that movie. If you don't know what we're talking about, you are uncultured and did not watch that many '90s movies. Clearly, so. <laughs> you uncultured swine. <laughs> so my thought was that most of my th- my flaws are uh, pretty trivial. You know, okay. like, and I was thinking, Hannah, maybe we should each list a flaw, but make it trivial. Like, I'm not saying we're not going for a deep introspection mode right now. Like, yes, okay. I have a validation complex and that is a flaw of mine, but that's too deep. She's already in therapy for it. We get it. Move so on. We, we want a flaw that's like surface stupid. I immediately can come up with one and you will know it as soon as I say it. Okay. I will just say 
I have no idea where I got this flaw from. It has been with me since the beginning of my memories Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I will not change because I fundamentally think it's better, Mm -hmm. but it is absolutely disgusting to watch. And I'm sorry for the people who I know. When I eat a crisp, I lick both sides of it before I eat it. And I think the people who just stick a chip in their mouths are uncultured swine. I witnessed this. I said it. (laughs) And it was a learning experience, let me just say. It's honestly like such a, it's like a a break-in process for all your friends because you have to sit with them and you're like, listen. Listen, it's coming. (laughs) You need to be ready. I just need you to know, like, our level of friendship could change and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But I need to eat this bag of crisps. So. It's always salt and vinegar and that's just the way it is. Listen, if you know, you know. My, my, this isn't my flaw, but I can relate because when I have a ruffled chip, I eat each line of the ruffle. I don't just stick it in. I go, sociopath. So, <laughs> so I will say, I developed this when I was on, and I'm gonna say it's, it's negative because it relates back to my body dysmorphia. And I used to eat yeah. things this way because the smaller bite that I took, the more I felt like I was eating. And so there I was trying to trick myself into eating less. Yeah. And it's not healthy. But to this day, even in my healthy state, we're like, I'll eat the whole bag that way in one sitting. I don't care. That's how I'm going to That's how I'm eating it. So, okay. <clears throat> my flaw. And this is how it relates to this episode. And I was thinking of this and Hannah probably already saw it because I posted it on Facebook, but my flaw is probably being attracted to men. Yeah. And I, I, I consider this a, a big flaw of mine. And unfortunately it's terminal. I have no way to change it. It's just, she is what she is. And I've addressed it. And unfortunately, no amount of medication or therapy has helped. So yeah, I am a lot. <laughs> I am attracted. I've tried many things, many different variations. I am still attracted to men. Including dating the men that she's attracted to. Didn't Quite. cure her. It did not. It did not work. You would think of the most effective methods to curing that would Expose be. Exposure therapy. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um, I wasn't correct. face the fear. <laughs> <laughs> but then the fear feared me and it just it was retroactive it just didn't work so here we are so anyway that's my thing like the scene in harry potter where the ridiculous like turns into Mm. something crazy that they never could have anticipated because they thought it would be like this normal rational fear and then it actually created this huge plot twist it's like that every time Mm -hmm. and it's just a man there's no face it's just a blurry face but it's a man and yeah Unfortunately, I have to live with that every day. So, unfortunately, due to COVID and I, <laughs> I cannot change. I'm, 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 I'm 28 and I'm not changing. So, thank you. I'm stuck. You could say the involvement <laughs> has ceased. So, Darwin is coming to study me. <laughs> you should I... get better. No, I'm sorry. This is just who I am. I'm sorry. This is it. This is the final version. I have Never reached. Grow. I have reached final form. This is the end. Actually, my tea of the week relates to peaking, so we should get into the episode. Oh, okay. Well, um, we're totally just okay. gonna, um, we're going to intro now because we've talked about everything else that we possibly can. So, hello and welcome to the Transcontinental Tea. I am Emma. I am Hannah. These are our voices. If you've never seen us, this is Emma's voice. This is Hannah's voice. Usually it's way down here, to be honest with you. I didn't really do the high pitch thing. Like, hi, it's Hannah. No, it's me. <laughs> this is me. Okay, that's my real voice. I never Hello. <laughs> I like to expose them about myself. So I just do this very neutral voice. So um, quick side note. <laughs> Why are you doing that impression? My real voice is a bit weird. <laughs> I will say a quick, this, if we don't do at least 10 sidebars, who, who are we? Um, who are we and how are we running? <laughs> who among us? No, so... Mine, 
<laughs> Among Us. So mine is that I had to to um, get cashier's checks for my my deposits for my apartment because for some reason we're still in the dark ages and we don't do things online. I had to do it with actual checks. So it was like kind of crazy. I have Navy Federal and Fifth Third, neither of which exist in New York City. Navy Federal, there's one in like the whole state and it's like two hours north because there's a base up there. Mm. Considering the fact that we have like three, two or three VAs here, I cannot believe we don't have a Navy Federal or a USAA, but we don't. And that's just how it is. So here so. we stand. And there's also Fifth Third is more of a Midwest slash Southeast yeah. bank. And it just does not exist beyond the borders of like, I don't know, maybe uh, definitely Ohio, but I don't know about if it's any more East than that. So I think they have them in Pennsylvania. It's a hard stop after that. So New York was like, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much once they stop growing corn, it's like, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't meet the necessary minimum requirements. And that is starch coming from the ground. So thank you so much. Um, so I had to join a new bank because I needed to get cashier's checks. And fortunately, Chase Bank is literally five feet away from me. And they are capable of pulling money from my third account into theirs. So I don't, you don't even have to chase them. No, <laughs> they're stagnant. They're standing right there. Okay. <laughs> it was, it was less fun. I thought there was going to be some like <laughs> competition involved, but I was incorrect. So I was prepared for cardio. I, I, I wore tennis shoes. <laughs> I stretched <laughs> all unnecessary. <laughs> so I went in and the whole point of the story is my teller, Nora had a very unique like to me it's not unique I guess New York accent like you could tell immediately like you're from New York and fortunately for me she did not know that I was not from here because plenty of her friends who grew up in New York don't have accents and mm. I consider my region of Ohio to be fairly accentless you know like not everyone Mostly, escapes yeah. it but for the most part southeast or south, southwest Ohio does not have an accent once you get towards Hannah's neck of the woods you turn into Wisconsin and that's how you sound. So, wow. You sound like a weird mix of like a really hood Wisconsin person. Mm -hmm, that's true. And where I am, like, that's why there's so many news anchors on major outlets from like my region and regions like that, because we don't have an ac a, a preconceived accent. So, um, mini brag. Anyway, I'm I think like, I was. Mm, cool. Name one. <laughs> you think I care about the names of news anchors? You can't. Incorrect. So. I will say that Tucker Carlson is the bane of my existence. So, <laughs> and then she names one. <laughs> I know, I know. I thought you meant one from specifically like my area, and I was like, I have no clue. No. I'm like WHIO. I have no idea. So, well, I just meant name one news anchor. I couldn't name one. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> like, who's the guy who fights with his brother in New York? I like him. Oh, uh, the Cuomo brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about them before. We don't. Andrew and then oh, yeah. do you want to call mom? You want to call mom and talk yeah. about it? <laughs> Can you imagine being their mother and like again take me off the air? It's so embarrassing. You're on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. You're the governor. I didn't raise you to be this way. Stop sexually like show up to your governor's ball if you're acting like a moron. <laughs> Stop sexually harassing young women so you can get reelected. I gotta go. Your father's on the other line. I gotta go. Yeah. This is also our <laughs> to play Howard's mother on the Big Bang Theory. We've both been accepted, so thank you. Um, I actually hate that show also, so... I know, it's a weird point that we disagree on. I, it's like, how some people hate Friends is how I feel about the Big Bang Theory. I'm like, it's the least funny show that has ever existed. I don't know what 
part of the Venn diagram I'm on because I like both Friends and the Big Bang Theory. You're just, you're not on the scale at all. You're just up here floating. You're like, why are we fighting? <laughs> Everybody should be chill. <laughs> so anyway, um, that was my only super, super, I went in like 30 different directions and now we are the Cuomo's mother. So good for us, honestly. Here we are. <laughs> I will say, re your last point. So we had to put down a bunch of money undisclosed amount you know not a ton of money we're not rolling in the dough by any, any measure it was ten dollars i don't want to brag <laughs> it was 25 pounds <laughs> i'm not bragging <laughs> so we had to put down a bunch of money and it was in the you know heftier sums it was not your average starbucks run mm. winky face <laughs> so we had to do it for our house because you have to choose the flooring that goes in and like none of it's free by the way just fyi if you're buying a house none um, <laughs> comes full free I have a question for the house makers. Why? <laughs> it literally would have been like a dirt hobble. Like they're like, oh, do you not want to play, pay for flooring? That's fine. We'll leave it as dirt. What floor? Okay. You want that? Is that what you want? Do you like that? I mean, like- we, do, we have established our uh, aversion to nature. So no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard no for me. So anyway, we had to put down this sum of money. And I did it with Apple Pay because I had heard somebody talk about the fact that they'd Apple Paid for their car, like completely. They'd paid, what? you know, they're one of those people who can afford to pay for a car. What's that like, they, you think? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you don't <laughs> have a loan to pay. Who are you? <laughs> um, but they, they paid for their car on Apple Pay. And I was like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't make a big payment on Apple Pay. And so you now did. I can haul out this story and say I made a very large payment on Apple Pay, which is why it's funny to me that you need a cashier's check because Isn't that crazy? literally I paid for half of the fixtures in my entire house on Apple Pay. I'm just waiting to get scammed. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe Emma's just out 4,000 bucks and that's just it. Oh, no. So who can say? It's a surprise. <laughs> Please no. Please Next week is like it was a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I'm not happy, Bub. I'm not, not happy. happy. So anyway, um, our teas that we should probably do before we get even more out of control than we already are. We could try. <laughs> so let us just intro our classic, our classic sounds. Tea of the week. Tea. So a horn honk at the very end, so I might have to just insert the audio like retroactively because what normally what I do is I I just share the screen and play it because it's easier than importing like five different audios at a time on Yeah, it's a lot because we have a lot of audios. And um, so the intro music, I do that way because it's just easy and it's the only one. And I do it twice and that's the end. But everything else I play throughout the episode just as a shared computer sound. And sometimes New York City is not considerate of that. And I have words. So. And sometimes Lady New York City don't care. Sometimes my super is like, hello, in the background. And I'm like, Ray, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> <laughs> so hmm, Hannah, we've talked about peaking-ish. What is your tea? We did. So. So, so cheeky little ketchup and okay. then uh-huh. basically the, the pinnacle of my existence thus far. Right. So <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> Everything is just downhill from here. Downhill. So, and by the way, uh, my husband already knows this story and he knows that it, he wasn't at the peak of my existence and mm-hmm. he's fine with that. So he's, he's, oh, he's you missed out, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably going to get a therapist. <laughs> fine. So I am at a new job and I'm really enjoying it. It's going really well. And honestly, it's just like, 
I would have never applied for this job if that makes any sense. Like it's not something I pictured for myself. I thought about going like a totally different career route and I really like it. Like I'm such a problem solving person and that's a lot of what this is. So I, I work in cybersecurity now, which sounds like super sexy and cool, oh. but it's, it's, a, it's actually a lot sexier than my previous job. Like my previous job, everyone's like, oh wow, you do data analysis. That's so cool. And I was like, I promise you it's Incorrect. not cool. This is actually pretty cool. Okay. So, but but the point being, I'm enjoying the team. I'm honestly like oh, who? The what? <laughs> you two timing slag. <laughs> My office mates that I will heretofore not refer to as the team. <laughs> yeah. The other colleagues that come to my office space. You know, some other people would Wait. call them a team. I wouldn't. <laughs> so I hate anyway. that term in that context, personally. <laughs> it's trademarked. So I'll see you in court. <laughs> so anyway, the uh, the job is going really well. And we have a company party coming up on hmm. Wednesday of this week. So by the time you guys hear this, I will either be going to the party the next day or I will have gone to the party or I will have. It just depends. Okay. I'm very. Nobody busy. knows. <laughs> Our production team Listen, is very small. <laughs> she is constantly fired and rehired. Her performance does not change. So <laughs> yeah, you can say I'm consistent, and that's the most important thing. You know, you can. <laughs> so, so anyway, my my company is having a party on Wednesday, and it is really cool for a number of reasons. But like number one, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that Emma could say the same thing. But like we spent a lot of our formative early twenties in the military. And let me tell you, there were no company parties. Like they had (laughs) a holiday party, (laughs) but it was not like a fun thing that you would want to go to. You also, you know, you had to pay to go. Yeah. And there, it was not an open bar. Most, maybe once or twice, but most of the time you get like a ticket and you're like, here's one free Franja. (laughs) And you're like, great. So I love box wine. Mm. <laughs> is it, is it, I say Franja. Would you say Franzia? Because I feel like it's uncultured. I think it's Franzia. I think Franja just sounds more like I'm pretending it's not boxed wine. And that's the attitude I'm going with. So it's Franja. That's actually how I say it. So. I'm just going with it's A-N-Z-I-A. So that's how one would say Franzia. I think it depends on where you are. It does. Okay. So um, if you are east me. of the dateline, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> um, so anyway, the company party, it's really cool for a number of reasons. I'm going to, I'm going to slow build the hottest. Okay. I'm very excited. Stay tuned. <laughs> tell Stay us the reasons, Hannah, tell us. <laughs> okay. So reason number one, I had a reason to buy a really cute dress and I have been discussing styling options with Emma for genuinely weeks now. And it's really fun. Like I haven't had an event. I mean, we all have been in the COVID pandemic, obviously (laughs) not everybody's had something to go to, but especially in the UK, I haven't had like an event to go to in a really long time. Like a couple of my friends are getting married and I'm super happy for them, but I'm mostly happy that they're getting married so I can go to a wedding because I like events like that. Next reason it's cool. Okay. They have hired coaches to take us down to London and back so we don't have to drive. <gasps> Whoa. Reason number three, your girl going for free. The company is like, oh, let us cater to you. They br- I am, I was shooketh, okay? They gave us like welcome back bags with like all this swag in it and like snacks. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm I've hearing- this before, but I'm like, is this what human rights feel like? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm getting, you know, respect. I'm getting notes of respect. Human decency. And- oh, an aroma of 
boundaries. Oh, hmm. Yeah, there's no smells like that in the States, are there? <laughs> I, I mean, I've never smelled that before. I imagine it smells like Yves Saint Laurent. It does, as do I. So <laughs> one of the best performances that exists. So anyway. So here comes the pinnacle. Here comes the peak. Okay, the peak. I'm going to do a build up to it because okay. in my mind, it's really important for other okay. people. It's going to be a huge letdown because I didn't So, <laughs> so I'm not rich. I don't need to have a job. The end. <laughs> Picture it. I'm not rich. <laughs> Picture it. <laughs> you have wanted to move to a specific place. I'm not going to say the UK because I personally have, but you've wanted to move to a specific place for a long time. Cool. Like not your whole life, but a long time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You make that move. And then there's this party given by your job that is like your first real big girl job. That's like not in any way connected to the place that you used to live. Mm -hmm. They have rented out. Okay. They haven't rented out a room. Okay. They haven't rented out a theater. Sure. They have rented out the Tower of London. <gasps> Shut up. I am going to a company party at the Tower of London this week. And again, this is I've peaked. This I'm is done. elegant. My movie plot has ended. Macabre. I'm 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 speechless. No words. None. I have less speech. <laughs> I'm actually just waiting for Hannah to send me contracting positions and I still, I still wait. So it's fine. I continue to wait. It's fine. <laughs> we await your response. <laughs> I, Our office. I honestly am so excited about it, but it just feels like a huge 360 moment. Cause it's mm. like, you have made it. Do you mean 180? No, 360, like a big turn. Why have you come full circle? Because it's a panoramic view of how far I've come. I see. I see. Okay. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. there with you now. Yeah. So my old life to new life would be a 180, but right. the recognition of this peakage, if I'm, you will, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's 360. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. So we've reached the mountaintop. There's nowhere to go. Uh, <laughs> my future children will have to hear this story and be like, you guys are great. Honestly, I love you. Listen though. But it was the Tower of London. Okay. <laughs> Is it as a tourist? But have you I've never even partied? been inside because I'm cheap. So Correct. I just literally walk by and I'm like, I can tell you history facts about this. So there's that, there's that. Look at the poppies. Wow. Murder. Woo! Okay, I'm gonna go get dinner now. Bye. Yeah, I just shout that outside the gate a few times, and then I go on about my day. So I am very excited. I feel very excited. an unofficial tour guide for the Tower of <laughs> I collect a lot of money off of a lot of gullible tourists. Oh, that reminds me of those guys that stand out of the Coliseum dressed as gladiators and they charge you like yeah. 10 euro for a photo or something. Yeah. Yep. Like, yep. 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 Or Lyra, as us historians would say. So. Lira. Lira. But actually, Lira. <laughs> okay, so um, Hannah can't get any better. Any story she tells after this will be overshadowed by her Tower of London story. That's just Honestly, way. don't even listen. It's a waste of time. <laughs> just, Hannah has no tea anymore, any longer. The tea this has is the been end spilled. of my teas. Actually, the kettle has been also broken beyond recognition, shattered. There's nothing we can do. It's terminal. So We have, as Cortez would say, burnt the ships. So, <laughs> back. rip. So, okay, my tea is quite relevant to today's discussion. 
which it's actually the inspiration for today's discussion. Which, if if you're a man, you you might not like it. And as women, we mostly just not even mostly one thousand ten percent. We just don't care. So yeah, 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 yeah. So um, my tea is that I was on the subway as I am apt to do, and I was riding home from work. I believe it was on what day did I send this rant to you? Probably Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I have to check the transcript, but it's... <laughs> Sonographer? Okay, Wednesday. Correct. She's typing. Hang on. <laughs> you type so loud. <laughs> Ma'am! The court... We can't even hear the proceedings. Okay, so I could go on with that for a while. So I'm going to move forward. I was on the subway. And I'm I'm sitting alone. On my way, on my way to work, I never get a seat because it's prime morning hours. I, I get on the subway at around 8 o'clock you will not find a seat and that's okay. You know, like I'm fine standing. Uh, I usually don't sit anyway on the way there because I assume someone probably needs it more than I do. So I just stay standing with my life. But I mean, am I a saint? Some would say, but it's fine. You would say that, right guys? Okay. <laughs> All I'm hearing in my head is the line from uh, Holy by Justin Bieber. Don't think that I'll be a saint. <laughs> you can count on hannah to bring in some pop culture so thank you for that i can't relate so someone has to i kind of did it oh that's a good see i can't do that Uh, she did that with her mouth and her her face (laughs) i guess suck it (laughs) i can't do that but i can whistle we should go with that thing we did in 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 paris yeah (laughs) i don't know why we did that (laughs) <laughs> so all we were doing is like we would open our mouths and like smack our our hand on her. Oh, mouth. it's because it's a Luke joke. So he he always went voila. Just like every day in Paris, we found something to et voila about. It was great. I hope you're getting the full like sound. I don't know if I can. No. I'll, when I listen back, I'll I'll try. But <laughs> insert yeah. popping. If not, noise. just dub it in. Yeah. <laughs> so. We're not just smacking ourselves. It's like a noise that, it, it, anyways. So now that we've like gone super, <laughs> super off track, I was riding home from work and mm-hmm. I always get a seat on the way home because I go home in the afternoon. So it's not like rush hour yet again. I usually leave around 2.30. So I'm on the subway and I'm on the B line specifically going downtown. And fun fact, uptown. Making a B line. <laughs> uptown and B town, <laughs> uptown and downtown travel up and B town, B town, um so fun fact the numbered lines and the lettered lines all run in different directions like the the, the subway because system it's a grid system right so uptown and downtown are all letter trains and then you have like i don't know how to describe the other ones east the west, sideways trains <laughs> the sideways <laughs> they literally go sideways it's crazy so no and then everything else runs on, on the number so I digress. I'm on the train. My friend Angus taught me that when I first moved here because I was like, what is life? And he was like, here. And I was like, thank you so much. It didn't help me then, but it helps me now. So here we are. I was riding the train. 360 moment. (laughs) 360 (laughs) moment. I was on the train and I was riding home. And this guy gets on probably halfway through my first, I had to ride two trains home right now. Soon, not so much. In in just a week, one train. Crazy. That's grandma. So here we are. Um, This man, this man gets on the train this man and she's talking about one specific man <laughs> it was a singular man lots of them would do this but this is the one today so i have my headphones in i have my airpods in and i have perf- I, I i'm looking at nothing and like nowhere i'm, I'm just like 
my eyes are, they're not here. I don't know what I'm looking at. It's not you and it's not anyone else. It's like, I pick a spot and I'm 3000 miles away is my, is my, uh, my, how do I call this? Um, fucking words are so hard right now. I'm not looking at things specific. I have the thousand yard stare. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. He sits down next you have to me. Fixed gaze on a non-specific point Correct. to avoid general gazes. Yes, I don't. And people in New York City are usually pretty good about this. Most people like don't talk to yeah. each other. Like we're not. If you need help, someone will, someone will help you. But the best place to cry is on the subway because no one is going to ask you what's wrong and no one's going to bother you. The nicest thing that they'll do and the most acknowledgement you'll get is they'll like hand you a tissue. And that's about as much as acknowledgement as you're going to get from somebody about like why you're upset. So seeing someone, if you're in New York city, and you see someone crying in public, just don't talk to them. They're just having a moment. Let it go <clears throat> anywhere else. You can address it. Don't do it here. So he doesn't like that. I'm not paying attention to him because he sits down next to me and he immediately just goes and I gestured. You won't see. He turns his whole body and just stares at me. And I mean, I looked good this day. Don't get me wrong, but it does not matter what you're wearing. Men just do this. I have learned no matter what yeah. my garb is. It's like an older man. Like he's not in his, he's not in his twenties. He's probably like in his forties, maybe fifties that he's doing this. I, I'm, I'm terrible at guessing age. So that's what I'm going with. And he is staring at me and I'm, I, I see him in my peripheral, but once again, I'm not, I, I refuse to look because that's what you want. We do not engage. So what he starts doing is sticking his finger into my field of vision. He's sticking his hand in front of me and he's like waving his hand around to try to get me to look at him. He's continually just sticking his finger in front and like- Is it just like a pointing motion? Yes. Like a disco? He, 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 no, he puts his finger in and then he like, he like does this. He like waves like it around. Making a Z or an A. He's like, it's like he's trying to like, you know, like he's spelling- My word. name <laughs> exactly. is- I will call you. And he is just riding away with his finger in my field. And I see him doing it. And I, I'm, I'm, I see the finger. I'm not looking at the finger, but like, I'm obviously it's there in front of me. So I can see it. You can I'm just, perceive it. I'm just staring ahead. Like, don't do this. Like, don't do this right now in my head. Like I'm getting the vibe. Like, I don't know how else I can express to you that I'm not interested in speaking with you. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. And these women across from me are just like watching it happen. And they're just like looking on like, what is he doing? And I'm like, man, like this is just my life, I guess. So he continues to do this. And then he has the audacity to frustratedly shake his head at me for not responding to him. And he like waves his hand as if to be like, forget you. And I'm like, please forget. I'm gonna go right on someone else's field of vision. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go disturb somebody else. How do you feel about that? You missed your chance to be harassed by me. Ew, burn. <laughs> <laughs> so I, what, I, what he does then is he moves instead perpendicular to me so that he now has a more clear view and just continues to be like, Hey. <laughs> and so I see him start to talk to not harass them, but he like asks the women next to him, like what the time is. Cause he's trying to set his watch. And I'm like, I, I, your behavior is so strange to me. Like you're, you, I, I don't know if he sat next to me to try to get the time, but I'm like, that's not the way to do it. You know, like if I'm very clearly in like shown you with my actions non-verbally that I don't want to speak with you. Yeah. Move on move on and ask somebody else. Don't sit here for five minutes waving your freaking finger in my face. That is so rude. And the, just the audacity of men astounds me because I would never do that to a person. I would just never think to do that. As a woman, I would never be like, yeah, this is a good idea. I should totally, now let me just acknowledge really quick. There are women who harass. I know I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. I am not one of those women. 
And maybe you're not one of these guys. It's so great for you. But the problem is the majority of men do do this. They feel this entitlement in my experience. So anyway, that's my tea because it's relevant to adjacently to today's topic. This isn't just a man rant. We have a very specific message today. That was sure. just, just the catalyst of my thoughts. So anyway. And I think with that, we should dive straight into the sip. I agree. Let's get prepared. Take some Let's deep get breaths. our mugs. Inhale. Exhale away the toxic masculinity. <laughs> and someone just texted me, hey, and I'm like, who is this? Probably someone's number that I deleted. So I'm ready for the, the anger to Awkward. come in. We'll see what happens. Okay, let's do some sipping. Yay. The tea is exceptionally good today. <laughs> who made this? Mm, very delicious. And it is delicious. I'll tell you, you know. Emma is looking perplexed at her phone, trying to remember a guy's name. No, this is a fun narration game. Hang on. Okay. Emma receives a text message. She looks down at her phone, somewhat confused because she's recording a podcast at this moment and she doesn't really need her phone. She looks again and she realizes it's a number that she hasn't saved. Pause for thought. Who could this be? Why are they texting me? Do I want more noodles? Yes. Okay. Back in. So we open the phone and we discover... It is, in fact, a name that I don't recognize. All that the number says is, hey. So they did respond, and they told me their name, and they even told it's me where, where they were from. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I assume that at some point in time, we matched on something when I was on them. Um, so let's give him a pseudonym, like Bob from I have no, Connecticut. Okay. Uh, sure, Bob from Connecticut, which is not the yep. location that he's from, but that's where we're going to go with. That's the point. That's the point. It's a nom de guerre. So Bob from Connecticut messaged you and says, Hey, and I said, who is this? And he goes, Bob from Connecticut. And I go, Bob from Connecticut. Okay. I assume we matched on something when I was on them, but I'm sorry. I didn't expect to hear from anyone after I deleted them because upon my exit, I had been like, Hey, you know, like I'm about to delete this. If you want to chat with me, here's my Instagram. And for the ones that I had more extensive conversations with where like we actually got along and it wasn't sexual in any way. I was like, you can text me if you want. That was like, a long time ago. Okay. I don't remember you. I don't remember. And now they're all mad at me because I don't remember. And I'm like, mm, you know, like, I feel like people really, maybe for men, it's just different on these apps. Maybe you just don't get that many matches, which is, you know, not my problem, but like for women, <laughs> you get so many, like my match queue at any given time. This is not me bragging. It's just the reality. Every woman experiences this for the most part, unless you're like really picky you have like 24 in your match queue, 30 conversations going. I can't remember you all. I can't. Yeah, it's a lot. Let's intro this episode. So Emma, this is your brain, baby. Okay. This is your brain child. Why don't you tell the team mm -hmm. what exactly we're going to be talking about and then maybe fill in some of the backstory because obviously this is relevant to an event that has occurred in your life this week and last week to some extent and unfortunately will probably continue to occur because people are not self-aware so <laughs> anyway moving on oh so, Emma, right over to you we are blasting today is all i'm gonna say like if you have done something untoward towards me today's the day of reckoning so 
I better reckon. <laughs> Heck and reckon. Okay. This Heck is happening. <laughs> that is going on the merch. <laughs> Heck and reckon. Oh my God. One day we'll actually have merch. And I'm telling you, I'm going to wear it literally everywhere. And I was like, oh, what are you referencing? My own podcast because I'm that vain. Would you like to listen to it? Here you go. Here's my business card. Let us You're know. You're so vain that you wear your merchandise. podcast Correct. about you. <laughs> I mean, and today it is if you're this person. So it's absolutely about you. No mistake. Mistake. There's your sign. <laughs> so, uh, today's general topic is feelings versus amore, love. Amore, that's amore. Amore, that is amore. Just kidding. It's your feelings. It's infatuation. You were wrong. So, anyway, this came to me initially because I had I'd seen a video of someone talking about like, oh, I've lost feelings. How do I tell this person? And a few of us in the comments were like, you cannot base everything that you do off of a feeling. If you say you love someone, it goes beyond that. This isn't that. And yeah. it was like, that was the general conversation, but it segues nicely into an event that occurred to me, which is this some time ago. And I've mentioned so many people, you guys probably have no idea who I'm talking about. Hannah knows who I'm talking about because we talked about him off episode frequently. And it was like a yeah, and he was a semi-regular fixture for like a month ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would say that in terms of like framing the relationship, like semi-regular contact over a month, a month and a half. Yeah, right? a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like sporadically in and out after that, but like not so much because things had happened. Try to use the word sporadically in a sentence <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it devolved heavily after the last encounter boy did it oh heckin did it so it did oh heckin oh, heck. <laughs> heck. so heckin reckon here we go i got a dm from an individual who i had previously known for a while that you know at first it was just jokey banter back and forth and it was whatever and then they felt the need to inform me of how their life is currently going i did not ask Generally, I don't really care because I didn't ask. If I did care, I probably would have asked. But, you know. That's usually how the asking system works. But my DMs are apparently just a smorgasbord of unwanted information. So (laughs) this person shares their life update with me. And I am supportive. I'm very nice about it. You know, like I'm uninterested, but I'm not going to outright be like, I don't care because like I'm, I'm a jerk, but not all the time. So... No, I would say you did a really good job of feeling it. She was very respectful. Like, oh, that's great for you. I'm super happy. Right. Peace and blessings. There was no part of me that wanted to encourage it to continue in the direction that like, I felt like maybe it was going. And I do feel this person had a hidden agenda. And I, I know what that agenda is and it will be discussed, but this person continues, you know, first they're like, they're asking like, oh yeah. So like, how are you been? How's things going with like such and such? Because there had been a person in my life at one point. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, like not a thing anymore. I'm fine. Everything's cool. And they were like, oh, you know, sorry to hear that, et cetera, et cetera. Here's my life. And I was like, oh, great. That's so wonderful. You know, I'm very like, if I were the person that they had been referring to, like reading those messages, I would not have been able to get mad at me for my responses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is all you can do. Like you referenced what we said last week about cleaning up your side of the street, which is what you've done. Right. Like I'm, I've controlled my block. I can't control yours as well. So what they said to me was like, basically it was this weird pseudo brag that like didn't need to be a brag because I'm fine with how your life is going. Like, I don't care. I'm not invested. I just don't care. I don't know how else to say it. And I think they really wanted me to care, but they go on to 
compliment me, but in like a, not in like a nice friend way, you know, like a dude yeah. way. And then they send me a photo and I'm over here just like, I don't know what to do with this. I, so I don't even reference what they've sent me. I just completely, I'm like, yeah, so weather, weather. <laughs> Uh, you know, and at that point they wished me well and we signed off and I was like, okay, that's the end of it. So great. And I was not correct. You are incorrect. Correct. So they, I posted something to my story. They slid in again. I, the most acknowledgement that I gave it was, I think I liked the message and I moved on. And I, Hannah and I were talking about, you know, at what point do you just bluntly tell them what they need to hear. And I was telling Hannah, here's my thing. I have to, we as women are culturally raised to be nice, first of all. Like that's our thing, right? Yeah. Like, be polite. 100%. Okay, so that's part of it. The other part is that I have not only a cultural response, but a trauma response to this kind of behavior because I yeah. have been gaslit so much when I do inform someone that their behavior is untoward and you know inappropriate. And I'm used to having to defend myself. So at this point, I didn't want to open up the conversation to being like, oh, you read that wrong. Like, I can't believe you would think that, you know, like I just, I wasn't in the mood for it. So I personally take a very passive approach until it reaches a certain point, in which case, once it hits a certain point and you were being very, very overtly inappropriate, like anyone who saw that message would be like, that's really weird and kind of gross. Like, why would you say that? Yeah. That's when I'd be like, I did not ask you, like asked to be a part of this, please exit stage left. So yeah. it hasn't gotten to that point. I don't, I would not be surprised if it did. Um, and so that got Hannah and I into a conversation about one, all men do is eat hot chip and lie. And two, <laughs> two, that I think a lot of people think that, you know, they have a really great thing going on. I think that they're in love, but they're still basing the majority of their actions on a feeling. Yeah. And it's really interesting because I think a lot of people don't really explore this before they get into a serious relationship, but I don't really get it. But feelings are intentionally temporary. Like the way that you define a feeling, the way that you describe a feeling, the way that it comes and goes, it's temporary. Mm -hmm. So the like phrase that's like catch feelings is just weird to me because you might feel like you want to spend all your time with one person, friendship or otherwise, and then two days later, you want to rip their hair out by the root. You can't stand them. And the way that they chew makes you want to run your head over with your own car. And like this is where Hannah says, I hate you, Emma. <laughs> your feelings change. Like your feelings right, yeah, are yeah. very transient. They're fluid. It, it is what it is. hundred percent. So basing a romantic attachment over a long period of time over on your feelings doesn't really make sense. You should base it on, do we have a good friendship? Like, do we have a good foundation of relationship and then move on to are we in love and do we feel love because love is more of a choice than it is a feeling it's something that you do whether you feel it or not like every single morning I love my husband that doesn't mean every single morning I love every single thing that he does I can't wait to like hear about what he did beforehand I really really like him but not every single thing that he does is gold. So it's more of a choice than is like, oh, I woke up feeling rosy and happy. So now I'm going to treat him well, or I woke up feeling like trash. So I'm going to treat him like trash. You mm -hmm. can't base a long-term commitment on feelings because they're going to come and go. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have good days. But what's important is that you base it on 
love and that that love is more about I'm choosing this person than it is about, oh, I feel super warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where like modern culture is so wrong about how relationships should form. Like, I mean, I'm watching a program that I would say is probably <laughs> the foundation of modern culture as we know it. And it's Love Island. You guessed it. So I, I love watching. You win being right. <laughs> you win being right. I, I love watching Love Island. There's like social experiment vibes to it. There's like reality TV show vibes. There's a hilarious Scottish guy who like MCs the whole thing. And it, I genuinely laugh at like half the stuff he says. Ian, you're great. So anyway, the point being, I said Ian listens. The point being, uh, it shows you like, okay, these cup, they bring in six guys, six girls, and they tell them to couple up. And so these couples are basically in the dating process of like, oh, am I going to like you? Am I not going to like you? And a lot of them talk a lot about like feelings, like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, I could catch feelings, but like the most important thing is attraction. And then the feelings come after. Well, and it's the, same, it's the same thing that we've droned on about forever. Like mm-hmm. it fundamentally doesn't work. And if you look at relationships that are bound, like bound together by feelings and that are founded on feelings, you can see the impact of that down the line. Mm-hmm. I have friends of mine who they've been dating for like a year plus and they're a good couple, but they are so based on feelings. And so much of what they do is like, oh, I don't know if they're going to last. Like, I don't know if they're going to make it work. And it's like, well, surely you know, or you don't know that you're willing to try on bad days that you're willing to put in the work or that you're willing to sacrifice for this person. Cause if you're not, you might have feelings for them, but you're not in love with them. Right. And like, and that's why for me, when people say like, Oh, feelings fade. No, you have good days and bad days. And sometimes you feel super in love and sometimes you don't feel super in love. But a lot of the times when you're not feeling in love, it's because you've allowed the choices of love to go by the wayside for a long period of time to the point where you don't have any connection to that person. Mm-hmm. I will say when I'm in a serious relationship, I obviously when, when the, the honeymoon phase is all just it's feelings and we all know that and you have to recognize what it is at the start. And I have had in those moments like, oh boy, I don't know if this is going to work yeah. because I like I feel so much for them, but I have to think about the root. And the root is how are they treating me? How are they going to treat me? And, you know, yeah. sometimes it's too soon to tell. So I wait. And for myself, I am a very committed individual. And that has been to my detriment sometimes because I am in love with them, but they are basing off feelings. So if they don't feel love toward me that day, then I'm treated as such. And I have never, I've never been able to do that. Even if I'm like, man, like my first boyfriend's a great example. I hated him. Sometimes I was like, you were like, I I don't like you. I'm still going to do this thing for you. I'm still going to bring you lunch. I'm still going to like do your dishes and clean up and all those things because I love you. But right now I really, really, really don't like you. And unfortunately, sometimes that is a response to being abused. And in my experience, I was abused quite a lot emotionally and verbally. And even in the face of those things, I still state, and that has to be something that I have to deal with and confront. But, you know, at the same time, I don't want to change that about myself because I know that when I'm in a relationship, I'm doing the right things, regardless of how I'm feeling towards them that day. Exactly. And, and I, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think like, if more people knew about this, it would clear up the mystery of like, Oh, do I, do I like them? Should I stay with them? Like, ask yourself these questions. Do you 
know that you know that you know that on a bad day, you would still be willing to give up something that you want to do for them or Mm -hmm. to sacrifice something that is important to you to make one of their important things happen Mm -hmm. or to pick up groceries on the way home, even though they could have gone and they didn't go and they just went straight home. Like it it doesn't always have to be major things. It could be kind of trivial, but like ask yourself, am I, am I, putting more importance on the person or more importance on how I feel. Right. And if the importance is on how you feel, it's probably not going to last. I mean, I have been treated like trash by these individuals and I'm still acting in love. And that's just something that you as an individual need to be aware of within yourself. Because if you're the person who is acting on feelings, what you're doing then is deciding when this person is, or is your, your partner is, or is not worthy of basic human kindness at that point. Because if you don't feel love towards someone that day and you're like, well, if I don't feel love towards them, that means I don't love them. And that means that like, this is a waste of time. You're going to treat them poorly. And And you're going to keep going around this hamster wheel because at the end of whatever honeymoon phase you get to with the next person, Mm -hmm. you're going to have a day when you don't feel like loving them. And then when you choose not to love them, the cycle repeats and the Mm -hmm. cycle repeats and the cycle repeats. And this whole, the DM story ties into this in a way it's not, it really does. No, it, it does. It's not in the it's most direct sense, but it, they're parallel to one another in that if you are so happy and you're so quote unquote in love with who you're with, right? There's no part of you that would then want to be DMing anybody else. Because yeah. if you're capable of acting in the way that love is meant to act, and that is commitment to an individual, regardless of how either of you is feeling that day, then you wouldn't even consider and you know acting on those those feelings that's what that is it's a feeling it's an infatuation it's an affinity it's something you it's know. a need for validation it's a request for attention it doesn't mm-hmm. you know it, it's not always about the other person even that's the object of these feelings sometimes it's just within yourself yeah. you are craving something within yourself and you decide to act on it rather than choosing something that you know is the right thing to do mm-hmm. like this guy he's he's telling you a lot about this person that he's with, but if she were to read these text messages from him, from his side of the street, like that's not loving, that's not caring. That's not showing her that she's important to you. And that's why I just think like, I think you dodged a real bullet with this guy in general, but I think looking at someone's integrity and looking at how they treat someone is so important before you get into a long-term relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Because again, like, you know, we always talk about longer term relationships, but honestly, if you're into a casual thing, you can kind of do what you want. Like Mm -hmm. there's no obligation to make something sustainable because you're intentionally treating it casually. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if you're looking at a long-term relationship, you have to make specific choices and they can't just be like, oh, well it was Tuesday. So I felt like DMing someone literally doesn't work because Mm -hmm. you are dishonoring the person that you're with and you're telling the person that you could have been with or that you know it didn't work out with hey by the way I have absolutely no integrity of character because as I'm telling you about how great this person that I'm with is I'm also like chatting you up basically Mm -hmm. so I just think it's super important to look at the character of the person that you're potentially going to be with and look at the, I mean, we've said this before, but look at the way they treat other people. You know, Mm -hmm. are they being kind even when they don't feel like it? If they're in a bad mood, do they take it out on everybody around them? Or do they say like, thank you so much to the barista who just handed them coffee? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. are they a kind person? Do Mm -hmm. they value other people's feelings? And you know, who's to say that if things had worked out, 
some other person who had rejected them at one point in time is now not the object receiving these messages exactly like and so we also need to recognize that a lot of people mistake love and feelings which is like we recognize this is like that's what we're saying you know at first it's very easy to confuse the two but love is is hard and a decision and an action and saying that you love someone that's a feeling that's what you're basing a feeling off like that's what you're basing in a feeling and so the idea of like if someone really loves you they'll do x y and z that's infatuation and that is a feeling okay if someone really loves you they will respect you and they will respect your union and they will be your partner and your equal. I, I can't say that someone doesn't love me just because they're not, you know, going way out of their way to get me flowers, you know? Like maybe I feel unappreciated, but if I love someone, it's my responsibility to communicate that and not to yep. expect them to act on it, you know? The most that I can do is express how I'm feeling because I love somebody, you know? They are not mutually exclusive. Never been more proud than in this moment. (laughs) This is emotional involvement and maturity, people. And it took me 360 moments all over the shop today. (laughs) But you know, this this took years of bad relationships and abuse. And I fall back into the cycle. I'm human, you know, like I'm not constantly, you know, I'm a hypocrite sometimes. And I have to check myself constantly to be like, why am I interested in this person? Am I interested because I can see us having a sustainable, long-term fulfilling relationship in which we both genuinely love each other and genuinely can, you know, build a future together, regardless of how we're feeling in that day. Or am I basing it off of, they make me feel, you know, if that's the sentence you're saying to yourself, red flag, hard stop right there. I just... I think like love might start as a feeling, but it's founded on choices. Correct. And the way that you choose to treat them, the way that you choose to value yourself and your own time, like, and it's not on women to necessarily respond to those DMs and say like, hey, you're out of line, you're out of order. Like, you can't be talking to me like this. You have a girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. But I think there is a point where we as a general society need to stop accepting that this is a thing that people do mm-hmm. and start saying to them, Hey, actually this is not on, this is not okay that you're speaking to me like this. And if you're as happy as you say you are, go be happy. And if you're not, I'm not an open door for you to continually like push through to get like the validation that you're missing or whatever this is. You know, and, and it's just not okay because this is not the first time this has happened. Like you are not a Guinness Book of World Records holder, unfortunately. But you know what I mean? Like this is not an isolated incident. This is something that people do generally. And it's not just men, like women do it, other people do it, 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 it happens. Mm-hmm. But it's not okay. And it's really, I've said disintegrous a lot, but it's really, it's really not. Right reflective of a character that you would want to have in a future partner well we had this discussion about the other guy who was actively with his ex-girlfriend that had ghosted me and messaged me to explain himself and once again i'll reiterate if you're reaching out after ghosting somebody you're doing it for yourself and you're not doing it for me i don't need the apology because i have moved on you know like if you ghost a partner someone you're dating yeah like you owe me an apology but if we're just talking and we're just casually dating you're getting to know each other like you're doing that to you know, take the burden off of your own conscience and it's not my problem. So just leave me out of it. Anyway, I digress. 
this person was dating their ex, right? And comes around and is talking about like how unhappy they are and like basically checking to see like, so if I broke up with her, would like you still be around? And I was not in the place that I'm in right now. And I didn't text anything inappropriate, but I definitely did not shut it down as soon as I should have. And retroactively and, you know, thinking about it and in hindsight, I recognize like, well, that, that kind of person is not someone that even if they did break up, I would ever want to be with because clearly- you have an agenda of some kind and it's, it's not about my own best interest. It's yours. And the inability to equally consider the best interest of all parties is an element of love. And you seem to be incapable of doing that. So I just think in like the one that got away scenarios, even if I was the one that got away, even if you were genuinely so taken with me that you had to get out of your current relationship to like be with me, I would never want a ter- like a thermometer check, like a temperature check of like you up. Like, are you still open to this conversation even though I'm dating someone? If it's, if you're the one that got away, they are breaking up with the person. They are flying to see you. They've got a sign like love actually. I mean, it's a bigger deal than like a DM at 2 a.m. Like, oh, how's your life going? I- That's just not the plot line of, you're the one that got away and that's why I'm DMing you inappropriately. It's based on a feeling once again, it's a feeling of you feeling, I don't know, insecure in your relationship, dissatisfied with their performance because you are not in love with them and therefore you are not capable of being satisfied by them. You know, and I've had this experience with my exes. I love them, they didn't love me and therefore they were not able to feel as though they were fulfilled because they didn't love me. And that's not yeah. my fault. I don't blame myself for that at all. You know, and we always say to ourselves, I did everything right. I did everything right. None of that matters if someone doesn't love you and someone who's basing something off of a feeling is never going to be able to appreciate any of the actions you do out of love. So yeah, it's just, you have to check constantly and not with them, but like when you're getting involved with someone, these are things you have to be aware of. And it's hard because feelings are overwhelming, especially in that beginning phase. It's like, it's all chemicals. We know this. It's just like yeah. serotonin hit after serotonin hit, you know, like they make me feel so special. This and that. But dopamine, what are, dopamine, dopamine. What yeah. are their actions saying? However, like watch them, observe them. This is something I see on online, like therapists will put out all the time. Like, how do I stop getting attached to someone that I'm not really with? You have to stop romanticizing. You got to look at what yeah. they're saying. And like, more importantly, what are they doing? What are they doing to prove to you that they're as special as they say that you are? Nothing. Okay. Then it's all talk. That's it. The idea of someone is always better than the reality of them Correct. because it's controlled by you. Mm-hmm. So the idea of who this person is and like, oh, this, these are the vacations we're going to go on. These are the holidays we're going to take. These are the things we're going to do. It's always way sexier than the reality because mm-hmm. it's in your own brain and you can control the outcome. Mm-hmm. People are rarely that tidy. Like there are going to be things that you don't like about the person that you're absolutely head over heels in love with. There are going to be things that you wish they'd done differently. There are going to be if, if you're like Emma and I, and you, you treat your entire life like a movie, there are going to be lines that you wish they would have said. At you didn't do the moments. scene right. <laughs> you didn't do the scene right. Go back, start again. So but but there genuinely. are going to be moments like that. Yeah. Like there are going to be things that don't go according to your plan because it's not your plan. You know, These are the things Hollywood has. You. This is Hollywood right here. Like this is what they're capitalizing on. 150% Hollywood poison. And, you know, it's, it's great when you can separate yourself from that and look at it objectively, like, oh, what a nice fake story. What a nice fake thing to do because no one has ever done that. And like, no, I'm sorry, but Tom Hanks will probably not meet me at the top of the Empire State Building. 
Probably not. It's unlikely. Real married. <laughs> He's super married. <laughs> Whatever. That's not the point. No, what I'm saying is, and I think, I don't know how much else I can say about this. It, it's just that having been on both sides of this and when you're young, you don't understand love. So of course you're going to base off a feeling, but hopefully if you reach our age, hopefully you've experienced enough that you're able to differentiate the two because not being able to leads to this heartache all around for, for both parties. Well, and I think if you're in the in-between space where you're like, I don't really know what I'm operating on. I'm not super comfortable even using the word love. I'm not sure you just shouldn't be in a relationship. Like you can do casual dating, like that's all you boo, but you shouldn't be looking at a long-term relationship if you're not super comfortable with what your emotional capacity is and how you need to be loved, how you want to love other people and what you're looking for in a partner. Because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people go into things kind of haphazardly and they're like, oh, well, I'll just see when I get there. And then of course they do no preparation. They don't establish their boundaries. They don't know what they want. And then they're kind of paddling and building it as they fly it. And they're shocked when it's like, this person isn't who I thought they were. It's like, well, of course not. (laughs) Of course they aren't. (laughs) You completely did not prepare to get to know them. And this is one thing that I hear people say like Disney, Disney, Disney a lot. And I get it. Disney perpetuates the idea in the princess movies about like unavailable men and how women are constantly, yeah, women are constantly changing or transforming to become worthy of a man or blah, 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 blah. And I get it. I really get it. I love Disney, but I get it. (laughs) But the point being like, if you're not in a space where you can easily flesh out these are feelings. This is love. I just, I fundamentally don't think you Mm -hmm. have done the emotional work to be ready for a long-term relationship. And I would say that to a woman, a guy, anybody. And you should, because that's one of the primary reasons I step back from dating one, because it's a distraction. I don't have time. And two, because I know myself and I know that once I meet a guy and we hit it off, I'm, I'm totally going to blow it out of proportion in my head. And that I recognize that and it's something that I'm working on, but most importantly, I recognize it, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm certainly not perfect. I, I consider myself emotionally mature and I know the difference between feelings and love, but at the start, I just don't think that most people are capable of sussing the two out from one another until you reach a certain point, you know, like you have to be, both parties have to be very intentional of like, this is what we're doing here. And it doesn't matter if one day, I mean, if you're not married and it's generally an unhappy relationship, please break up for the sake of everybody. But for sure, you're in a relationship and both of you are like, no, we're going to like, we fit really well together. Everything we want lines up. We're attracted to each other, you know? And then one day you're like, yeah, well, I don't like how we choose. And you're using that as justification. You're not ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is. And I think we've said all we need to say about it. I think we've sufficiently hit them over the head, friends. I, I hope so hope that this has been a nice episode. I know that sometimes it can get a little ranty because we have strong opinions and we're opinionated women, but what? we're a podcast and we'll cry if we want to. So <laughs> you women talking. Yeah. A lot. Get them out of here. <laughs> so it's been absolutely wonderful to catch up with you guys. I'm very, very happy that you are still listening. We love you. And again, we always promise this. So why not? We will be more active on our socials. We just can't. I did post that reel on the same day I uploaded the episode. So personal growth. (laughs) We love a personal growth moment. All right, guys. (laughs) Voila. That's hard. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, that. I am Hannah. And I am Emma.
the tea.